An outgoing New Zealand MP wants to work with political and religious leaders of the Pacific to support women and tackle LGBTQI issues. Lisa Wall has been appointed by New Zealand's Ministry of Foreign Affairs to be the Pacific Ambassador for Gender Equality. In her 14 years in Parliament, she is best known for creating a same-sex marriage bill, which became law in 2013. Elisha Foon spoke to Ms Wall about her ambitions in the role. To my new ambassadorial role, it is really about um, looking at issues of gender equality and then general equality and, and specifically for um, the Takatapui rainbow community. Uh, and so from my perspective, given the work that I have done in Parliament in, in both those areas, um, yeah, I'm incredibly excited to join uh, the Ministry of Foreign Affairs and Trade at this point in time. And what do you hope to achieve? What I'm hoping for is that we get to a point where women and the LGBT community can rightfully participate um, in our democratic processes from a base of um, recognition as, as equal human beings and equal citizens in any respective country across the Pacific, that we recognise that we are family um, and that through whakapapa we all have a responsibility to one another and that we're not satisfied anymore about um, doctrines that try to separate and isolate us out from one another. And, and it will and it will require um, an ability not only to, to dialogue and have um, you know open kōrero, but you know we need people to come in with an element of goodwill. And I, from my perspective, when we put our people at the heart of what we're trying to do and what we're trying to achieve, then hopefully there will be some movement. And I'm not going in there saying we need marriage equality. The only thing I'm going in there to say is that based on our, our whakapapa and our um, collective um, focus on the importance of whānau, then is it right that some of our whānau are not being embraced and nurtured as we historically used to embrace and nurture them? And can we at least have a look at why uh, there may have been an alienation of some of our whānau based on you know, doctrines that were imported into all of our countries. Because it's not about me being clear about the change that's needed. It's about supporting the voices of, of women in the LGBT community across the Pacific so that their needs are better articulated and then we can find solutions to some of the, the issues that they identify for themselves. How will you go about improving women's rights? One of the um, objectives has been about... Um, how sport can be a vehicle for change in terms of society's appreciation of women. And I have visited um, some of our Pacific countries. Um, for me, I mean, I love Samoa. Um, I love the Cook Islands. I've visited most both places multiple times. Um, with, with Samoa, I have family. But I think uh, the ability um, for sport to help Help in some ways redefine how women are viewed in, in certain countries is going to be, you know, I understand the role and status of women in Papua New Guinea. Papua New Guinea with Vanuatu remain the two countries in our region that are yet to have women um, or don't have women in parliament, for example. You know, when I when I look at the 
Papua New Guinea woman, women's rugby league team, for example, made a big splash um, in the last couple of years because they're such good, you know, talented women playing sport. And I, and I think ultimately what we want is for countries to be proud of their women, you know, to value their women, to actually celebrate uh, the success of their women. Absolutely. What are some of the challenges you're anticipating? Well, I think um, it is working with the seven countries in the Pacific who are yet to decriminalise. And obviously we look from afar and think, you know, you know, and, and, and I, I mean, I'm going to be pretty explicit just from a first principles approach. I think that a lot of these laws, these archaic laws, there's no room for them um, in, in modern society. But obviously there is a time difference between how we perceive things here in Aotearoa in New Zealand and our decriminalisation in 1986 versus where, you know, where other countries are. And I'm going to have to be mindful about, you know, those time variances and that it will happen when the people of, of those particular countries are ready. But how can I help, you know, facilitate a, an environment where they're more ready um, than resistant? Surely there'll be some resistance. How will you respond to that? You'll be coming up against traditions and religious beliefs that have been a core part of Pacific countries for decades. I always have to, <laughs> I always have to expect pushback and challenges because there are people who are satisfied with the status quo. But as I said, all I'm wanting is for us at least to be able to open up the conversation about aspects of, of human rights and discrimination felt by both uh, women and the LGBT community and is there something that we can do to change how those groups are viewed and how we can better include them in our societies. So I'll do whatever I can over the two years I have and work with whoever I can. But I need religious leadership, people who have had an ability to self-reflect and to think about, I guess, the historic um, engagement in the space. And I want to find the Desmond Tutu of the Pacific who uh, will want to be part of, of, of uh, making some change.